What's up, everybody, and welcome to a very, very special episode of Land Parties. Ryan, we made it to episode 100. Congratulations, my friend. How was your weekend? <laughs> it was good, man. It was a, it was a good weekend. Obviously, we were going to talk about it, but we had the uh, the Game Awards last week, so that was uh, that, and, and it was weird. I I was watching. I watched majority of it, uh, but I had another event that I had to go to, uh, so I was like kind of listening to it while I was driving to the event. So I still need to go back and recap on some of the stuff. Um, and, and like, obviously there's a ton of announcements that happened there. Did a gift exchange yesterday, uh, with my friend over at Mishmash, that's Katie and, and, uh, one of the groups that, that she had created. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. Just being able to hang out with friends. Uh, overall it was solid. My daughter caught up now to, or we're almost caught up. We had to watch Shang-Chi uh, and Eternals, and then we got, hopefully, Spider-Man this coming up weekend. So, uh, all in all, it's been solid. I, I don't even know what we're talking about. I know your weekend had to have been phenomenal. Please lay it on us, Steve. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, let, let's start with, Ryan, I think I had a lot of fun with you on Bright on Tuesday, last Tuesday already, it seems. Yes. Time is flying by. I swear the weeks kind of run together, but that was a mm -hmm. lot of fun. And uh, I'm, uh, hopefully we can do some more in the new year. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Uh, yeah, I had a, a whirlwind trip out to L.A. I drove out Thursday morning, uh, checked into my hotel, took a nap, and then got up and went right to the Game Awards, which, man, it was my first trip since the pandemic. And first time at the Game Awards, that whole experience is, is something else. Let me tell you, the just just being there with a live crowd uh, changes the experience. You know, I I, uh, I have a love hate relationships with a lot of award shows uh, just based on <laughs> length, usually. And yeah. and to to be fair, this one was a long one, uh, but just the mix of announcements coming in with awards, I think, kept the pace moving. Uh, and you know what? Even though Keanu and Carrie weren't there in person, which kind of broke my heart, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the Matrix Awakens was one heck of a demo. <laughs> that, oh my goodness, Ryan, if you have you tried that yet? I have not. Uh, it looked uh, really clean. I saw other. Uh, I've seen like little snippets of it. I haven't had a chance to uh, uh, play play it yet though. But it looks clean. Just made me think, where's the full game? Where's a Matrix game? Let's mm. do it. Like, oh my goodness. It, it's, it's so, since I don't have an extra system, I, I had to watch it. But oh my goodness, it looks amazing. It looks fantastic. Like, like, you, if you want to talk about like a next gen showcase, like oh my goodness, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, where's the full game? <laughs> I that digress. Was, though. That was, done, was that done in the new Unreal Engine? It was. Uh, okay, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, Met up with some of my fellow future class members, uh, which which is great. Look, they're all amazing and awesome people. We've talked to uh, a, a couple on the show, and you know the, there was more than twenty, which I think is pretty good considering the times that we live in yeah. that we're able to come in person. So I look forward to meeting all of you in the future. In the future, and uh, you're all are amazing and inspiring, and just an amazing time. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this out loud, but there was a, a meetup after the Game Awards with industry people, and uh, mm -hmm. 
I may have uh, found a way in when when I shouldn't have. So (laughs) (laughs) got to network. Uh, Just an amazing experience. I had never even been to L.A. before. So just walking around downtown L.A. is just was just awesome it was like overload i wish i had a week there uh yeah i can't wait to go back to la that's a it's a pretty fantastic city yeah and if you haven't had a chance check out his socials because he's dropping pictures uh him snuggling up with uh jeff and and meeting up with steven like dude i was like i'm I'm glad you had a great time and and just to be able to celebrate video games and to actually be there in person whereas last year reporting how it was going to be all digital you know, we've really seen this shift now from where we were when this show started to where we are now. And what a crazy time for us to start. We literally started this show at the beginning uh, or right before we hit with the pandemic. So, you know, for it being a, a newer show and us getting our footing um, and, and changing and, and, and stuff like that, it's crazy to see where we are now. It's crazy to think that we've already done 100 episodes and have interviewed amazing people. Uh, it, it's just it's just absolutely bonkers. But, you know, before we, we get into it, because obviously this is our 100th episode, so we were hoping to go and take a trip down memory lane with, with some of our favorite interviews, uh, some of our favorite moments and things like that. First, I just kind of wanted to get into the actual Game Awards and and kind of what was, you know, some of the winners. And, and there was a lot of uh, good ones. I felt like there were some kind of uh, uh, weird ones where, like, it, it seemed like it, it almost seemed like the the I mean, of all the games that came out, it, 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 it almost seemed like the same games were you know, intertwined uh, throughout. But some of my favorites, uh, which is crazy, but best narrative went to Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that absolutely was deserving because it really was like that game made me like the Guardians of the Galaxy more than I like the MCU version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. It was way more in depth. Um, it, 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 had like the characters it wasn't you know they they were a lot more fleshed out i felt uh uh in the game the soundtrack was amazing the gameplay was amazing it was just it was really good i would have liked to have seen uh uh i know that uh, there's a big push too for uh, uh life is strange true colors that that is uh can i believe that was also up for narrative as well but I think Guardians of the Galaxy uh, winning that was um, was uh, it was spot on. It was just really good. I agree with you there. I, I think it, it it was surprising to me to see how well they mixed the lighter elements of the Guardians with some some more serious emotional beats to it, and how they kind of blended mm. the two together. So, and you know, in a single scene, you can have a a really heartfelt moment, but still stay true to the spirit of the Guardians. So they're they're still you know finding a way to to work in a wisecrack that doesn't seem out of place, which I think sometimes in the MCU it does. Uh, so I think that they they stuck to the emotional core and just had a fantastic fun story to go along with it and it absolutely deserving the best narrative i was really happy to see that one win yeah same same um what was there, were, did you have any uh were there any awards that that shocked you or you're like whoa what the heck is this doing winning 
I don't I don't know that it was a complete shock, but I I'll say I was surprised that it takes two one game of the year. Uh, it, mm. it felt like to me in the moment, it felt like it was going to be Deathloop's night. Uh, so mm-hmm. I I think I was surprised. And look, Deathloop looks like an amazing game. It takes two. Everything I've read is an amazing game. So I'm not saying that you know, <laughs> one of them didn't deserve it. Uh, it just felt like to me, as the awards went on, it felt like Deathloop had some momentum. Uh, and so I was a little surprised to see it takes two win. Uh, but the the creator was so pumped. Like when you saw him accept the award, it looked so mm-hmm. excited. Like how can you not root for him after that? Uh, but that was a little bit of a surprise to me. I would have predicted Deathloop, uh, especially in the moment. Yeah, and I think that really speaks to uh, the game awards themselves. Uh, because this is almost a, an, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily, who was the, uh, the developer on this? Do you remember? I can't remember who developed this oh, game. Um, I... Something interactive, I think, is, is what it is. But what, here's what I, I do like about this game. This really takes you back. It's one of those games I never, I haven't had a chance to play this, but I did play A Way Out. And it's similar to where it is a co-op, two people running through this story together. And it is so much fun. That is basically your old school video games put into nowadays graphics and, and technology and stuff like that. The story behind this, I heard, was actually really amazing. I've heard nothing but good things about this game. So... Even though I thought, you know, and I, I was I was with you on the thoughts too. I thought for sure that Deathloop would would win Game of the Year, um, and end up being uh, uh, it takes two. Which you know, like I'm saying, it it is what's really nice about that is that it's not just all these big AAA games that that are winning winning and, and getting these accolades. It's the the recognition of the fact that, that, that those are the characters or that at least the one on the left was a character from a way out mm-hmm. uh which is which is crazy so i'm pretty sure it's the same company that did that that did it takes two um but yeah it's, it's fun to see a game like this win game of the year because really it, it, it does such a fantastic job not only of telling a story but in a way that you, you know, you have to have a player too. Right. You have to have a player too in order to to go through this story, uh, to be able to collaborate, to move forward in missions. So I kind of, you know, I have I have an appreciation for that because that takes me back to to back in the day when you're plugging in two controllers and it's just you you and your friend or your sibling or whatever, and you guys got to work together to to either accomplish something or you're fighting against each other. But uh, yeah, it, it was cool. I, I thought this was really cool, and uh, it was it was a bit uh, uh, surprising, but I was happy to see it win win that that category in, in game of the year. Um, a couple of other notice, uh, notables too that I wanted to throw in. I know that Guilty Gear Strive end up uh, winning uh, best fighting game. Mm-hmm. Davis speaks so highly of of that game, uh, and for fighters again, I'm not really a big fighting game uh uh player but i i do dabble in it and i'll go and and i try to stay up on it it's just people people get so good 
it, it's crazy. It Takes Two also won Best Multiplayer Game, uh, which there's no denying that. Death uh-huh. did, however, win uh, uh, Best Art Direction, um, which was, I, I think, deservedly so. That game is such a beautiful, you know, throwback and just how... Um, just how stylistic it is. It, 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 it's hard not to, to see why that game uh, won. But you're right. I, I kind of felt like it was going to win more than, than what it did. Mm-hmm. So that was a little, uh, that was a little surprising to me. Um, I, I was glad to see too that uh, Returnal won best action game. Mm-hmm. At least it got some love. I didn't even I didn't realize that it was. I didn't think it got nominated for anything. I didn't realize it had uh, uh, been nominated for best action game. So to see that win, that was for me. That was one of my games of the year for sure. Just it being that first true next gen experience that we got to play not only that but the 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 um the uh, uh the team behind it i mean they typically th- that was not the genre of games that they typically do right and they they typically create so to be able to to shift from what you typically do to making such a a gorgeous basically i mean at the looping factor, I swear this year was about the loop. <laughs> this year was about the loop. There are so many games uh, that use the looping mechanic uh, in it this year. But uh, yeah, I, I thought I was happy to see Returnal get some recognition just because that was our first true next gen game. Right. So yeah, and you know, Life is Strange did win games for Impact. Uh, so yes. so I, I'm glad that that game got recognition. You know, I know it's it's got a, a heck of a fan base. Uh, got a uh, just just being there live got a, a really one of the louder reactions from the crowd. Uh, so it definitely has as a strong fan base uh, that is only growing. So it's nice to see that game get some recognition there. Uh, one of the the other ones I don't know that it's a surprise to others. It was a little bit of a surprise to me was that Maggie uh, Robertson won best performance. Uh, for yes. Resident Evil Village, uh, I guess I'm just surprised because that was a stacked, <laughs> stacked uh, category. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm look. She's deserving. I mean, she was wonderful. <laughs> Obviously, made a memorable impact. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, like, what a stacked category! Like that was one of those that I'm like, you could probably make a case for any one of those nominees. Uh, and felt justified in making it. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, I was rooting for personally uh, the dude that played Colt uh-huh. from Deathloop or or even Juliana. Uh, both, I mean, those characters were so much fun. I, it's hard for me to really speak on. I, I, I know Lady D as as the step on me lady, basically. <laughs> and apparently the the actor is 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 really tall, too. Um, so I, I saw all kinds of memes and stuff like that on Twitter, uh, just, you know, just kind of referencing and, 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 and talking about her, but I can't really speak to the performance because I never played the game. So I'll take their word for it, uh, as far as with that. So, but yeah, I thought that, I mean, you're right, Lucas, anyone could have any single one of those nominees, 
I feel could have could have done that job or could have uh, uh, won that award because there were some amazing performances and some amazing people that were up for performance of the year. So um, congratulations to uh, to Maggie. That is that is absolutely huge. And and yo, the other thing too, best indie game, Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Let's go. I still haven't had a chance to play that, but that game is absolutely gorgeous. Right. And if that doesn't tell you just where we are as far as indie games, look at that, man. Because you, know? you would not think playing that game had 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 nobody told you, you wouldn't think that that's an independent game. And it no, absolutely is. Yeah, it's crazy. It is mind blowing to me that that is an independent game because it looks like a AAA game to me. Not only that, but but being able to go and and do that for a next gen game as well, I think speaks to the developer and what they're about. So I'm excited to see what they continue to do in the future because. That's that's undeniable. I, can't, I I I just have a hard time believing that that's an independent game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's easy to forget that it is honestly because it looks so gorgeous, uh, and it is a great sign for the indie community that that they can be putting out uh, games that look amazing as that. Because now the the line is so blurred in in the best way possible between you know big studio and indie studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, let me ask you, because you were there, how did you like the... I know that there were some really, really notable performances. Uh, how were those, and how, how was it like just being there and experiencing that? Well, first of all, the orchestra was amazing. Uh, and, oh my goodness, like, if, if once we get out of the pandemic, like, if they would do a tour of just, like, Game of the Year music with that orchestra, it would be amazing, right? I wish they had more of that, honestly. Uh, I think it's something that, it's just so epic to have them play it live. Uh, I thought Imagine Dragons was really good. Uh, I'm a little biased since they're from Vegas. <laughs> and uh, but, but no, I thought they, they rocked out. Uh, Stink was pretty good too. Now, admittedly, I'm not like the biggest Stink fan. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I don't enjoy his music. I'm just, he's just not my favorite. But Sting was great. And the Cuphead music. Yes, that yes. song was so darn catchy. And I can't wait for DLC Island. Even though Cuphead... If you want to talk about a game I have a love-hate relationship with, I love Cuphead, mm. but it frustrates the heck out of me because it's so darn hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, yeah. So I thought the musical performances were great. I would actually like to see them incorporate more uh, if they could uh, mm. in future years because I think that the music is is a highlight of the show. Yeah, yeah. And there was – yeah, because the music is always something that I that – I, always enjoy about award shows is you get these musical performances um obviously these are are video game related so it was super legit and and speaking of which too there's a lot of i i know there's a huge uh announcement about alan wake 2 uh coming in 2023 people have been waiting years for a new alan wake uh my friend uh, Lex, she she's one of them that you know that was huge news. As soon as they said that, I had I had a text. I was like, "Yo, are you watching the, the Game Awards?" Like they just announced Alan Wake 
too. And she says, shut your face. <laughs> that announcement made a lot of people happy. Yep, you're right. Yes. That's, a, that's a game they've lots of people have been waiting for. Uh, ever since they made Control, everyone's just been waiting for them to come back to Alan Wake. So that is very nice. I'll tell you what, the Wonder Woman reveal made the yes. crowd just go wild. Like, even though... <laughs> Even though now that with the benefit of time, I, I'm realizing we're not going to see that game for a long time. But mm-hmm. just to know it's coming is awesome because it's about time. And a, the idea of a, a Wonder Woman game is so enticing. You know, another thing that's got me excited about that game is the fact that it's the same people that developed. If you've played any of the Lord of the Ring, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, was it Shadow Shadow of Mordor or the other one or vice versa? Uh-huh. They had an interesting mechanic as far as the NPCs and like them remembering your character and, you know, you being able to have some sort of influence over them one way or the other based off of actions that you do. That's what's really that really, really had me intrigued, especially within a Wonder Woman universe. Who knows if they try to throw in any kind of cameos or or anything like that. That's going to be a dope game. I'm excited to see development wise how that comes along and and uh where they go um from there with that so plus we got we got an extended trailer of uh sonic uh two yep that looked uh dude, dude I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you that looks awesome again best decision that they ever made was going back and, and redoing sonic because it would have it would have failed miserably we all know that because he looked weird and it was creepy so i'm glad they went back and gave us that true sonic now we're going to be getting tails we saw knuckles we saw a a more i would say accurate looking dr robotnik um it, it, it's that's gonna be a fun film you could take your whole family to to go check it out and that comes out when does that come out i can't remember when they said did you oh, catch that man no i was i was so excited when they showed knuckles that i like i lost track of the last <laughs> part of the trailer <laughs> like this is a trailer i'm ready to watch it right now i'm ready to watch it right now uh yeah that looks gorgeous it looks uh it, it looks like that's gonna be another fun one i'm excited for it uh, there was also, yeah, there was Sonic Frontiers uh-huh. as well, which looked to be a little more. I don't know if that was a an open world. It, Sonic it looked game. like 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 the talking to the people next to me. Our first thought was, is this Sonic Breath of the Wild? <laughs> yeah, it, it had like it, it had that like atmosphere to it. Uh, you know, an open world Sonic game could be a lot of fun. Uh, I. That trailer looks looks intriguing, uh, especially since we don't exactly know what it is yet. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks good, though. Like, it looks fun. It looks exciting. Like, I want to know more about it. Yeah. I, you know, I love seeing, too, how Sonic is starting to... They're really, really evolving that character in the games. And, and I would love to see Sonic in an open world. Why not? We're, you know, we're here. I think it's overdue, mm-hmm. actually, uh having him in an open world. So, you know, if this really is truly an open world game, I think this could be uh, pretty successful. Obviously, Sonic already has a, a built-in audience base. Mm-hmm. Um, people are familiar with the character. Um, so, yeah, why not? Why not uh, give people a, a more story-driven version of Sonic? Uh, holidays next year. This is what they're. Is, that's what they're calling. 
So we'll see. Dude, 2022 is going to be so stacked with games. Seriously, everybody's wallet should already be crying because it's going to be painful. It is. It's going to be so painful. So painful. I I think to next year and I realize it's starting early with me with Legends. Like it it just starts right away and it's just not going to let up. Like I'm just I said this yeah. before, Ryan. We need we need a significant raise really quickly. <laughs> Look, they just need to build that in. If you guys can go ahead and build in a video game stipend for us, that'd be fantastic. We can we can work with that. All right. <laughs> we'll send in receipts. We'll uh, we'll expense it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, the, the I mean the the game awards. I mean it was a lot of fun. Again, it it was so good to see it actually in person uh lucas you you getting to be there and feel that energy and and just having having those moments and being a part of that it, it was a lot of fun both from from the outside and i can't imagine that it wouldn't have been fun being there uh so that, that was uh good stuff another another year gone some good winners you can again check out all the the winners you could just google 2021 game award winners and you'll be able to see every every category and and what won so uh let's take a quick commercial break and we coming back talking about our favorite moments uh rolling through this 100th episode we'll be back in a sec guys If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, it's kind of crazy to think we've made it to 100 episodes when we started at the end of January, it felt like we barely got our feet used to the water, and then the pandemic hit, and then we had to just readjust on the fly again. Like that was that was a crazy time. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Land Parties. I am your host, Lucas Agan. Joining me, as always, is Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going today? Not bad, buddy. We are actually working remotely uh, today using an app to record uh, the podcast. So it was a little different for some. I know that uh, a lot of people, a lot of industries have been hit and affected uh, by the by this uh, coronavirus. 
that was, uh, you know, speaking of, of a time where you just don't know how things, I mean, it, it was something that was so new. So we were still getting, getting our footing as far as what, what we felt the show was, what we wanted uh, from the show and what we thought the show was going to be to where we are now. Not only that, but then navigating through the pandemic, which for me, I felt ended up being, it ended up being a boon in our favor, just being able to, it, it opened up the world for us to now be able to access people that maybe previously we wouldn't have been able to do just by having people in the studio. Um, so it, that was absolutely, it's been absolutely huge um, going in. Not only that, but again, we're, I mean, we're talking about something that we love video games. How many, how many chances do you get to, to do that in, in, you know, not only in your life, but just as a, as a career, um, being able to speak to people that are in the industry being, you know, to Lucas, you know, uh, uh, being uh, in the in the future class and getting to go to the game awards, um, it, it's just crazy thinking back and 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 I'm gonna we'll roll that that first intro clip, but it's crazy listening to that and then being like from there to where we are now, we had no idea, we had no we idea, we really did. <laughs> it's funny to think because because one of those clips was from the Level Up Expo, which at the was at the end of February, so like right right before the pandemic hit so it's crazy to think that like we got one event in <laughs> one and then the whole world just shut down so insane it's insane like like i said you know i i had not come from as much of a uh, a background in editing as you had so like i was busy just trying to learn you know the tips and tricks shout out to reed redmond our former podcast guy mm -hmm. uh, who was really instrumental in helping teach us uh especially on my side because i had to i had to catch up so much <laughs> so like i was busy just trying to learn that and then you throw in all of a sudden we're working from home and now we got to get the stuff set up to record from home uh that you know in the in that intro clip the the studio our podcast studio at the review journal man ryan we haven't seen that in forever <laughs> yeah so it's it's insane to think that uh but also like i mean and, and you never if you're looking for silver linings in in uh some pretty bad situations is that pandemic forced us to change how we book guests and and like you said and it, it changed changed our direction i think really for the better like that that if, if we're looking if we're looking at a silver line of the pandemic that led us you know to where we are today i think a lot faster than we would have gotten there had we uh stuck to where we were headed originally yeah and and you're right too because it was you know that was we did get there were some other events that we did though because remember we had the um oh, there was right. an NASCAR driver that's right we had NASCAR and and uh the iRacing uh people that we had come down to um we got Gen uh Gen Cohn at um oh my gosh what uh that was level was that? up that, that was level yeah, up that was level up. up that's right uh, yeah, I, I forgot. Uh, we had uh, Tyler. We were able to, to interview uh, Tyler one on uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was like that first uh, that first episode, like our first uh -huh. thing. I don't know. I just see some hype stuff, some trash talk. I'm gonna hurt you bad, like some people get physical up on the stage. 
just being able to look at us in the studio. Like it's so, it's so crazy. That feels like a lifetime ago uh, that we're sitting, sitting in the same room doing, doing this stuff and, and everything. And I love seeing just how much uh, the show has evolved. Um, I got to ask who who are, who are some of the, some of your favorites of um, just coming on and, and, and being on the show. Yeah. You know, (laughs) when I was thinking about this and I was going back and and looking who we got, it was a lot harder to like narrow down a list (laughs) that I remember because just because you start looking at that, all the uh, interviews we've had, Ryan, so many fun ones, like so many, I think, I think we've been very lucky, knock on wood to not have a guest that we've come out and go, ugh, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, like it's, it's always nice to know that the people you talk to, uh, are you know sometimes cooler than you thought they would be or just as cool as you thought Mm -hmm. they would be uh which i think is is sometimes a rarity and and you know sometimes they tell you you don't want to meet your heroes we've been lucky enough that everyone we've met uh, has just been awesome and amazing uh and wonderful to talk to but okay so I, i narrowed down some moments uh after a long long thought process here and this is not a surprise to anyone who knows me. I'm going to start with Stephen O. Young. And he told this wonderful story uh, about an interact- interaction he had with Keanu Reeves on the set of John Wick Chapter 3. <laughs> and to me, it was just hilarious. Um, he tells the story of when he decided to add in a little bit extra to his scene by spitting at him. <laughs> And Keanu notices. <laughs> and just just that whole moment of like, if I were in his shoes, I would have felt sheer panic for a second. I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> I'm about to get booted off the set. <laughs> but like, Steven is a wonderful storyteller, a hilarious guy. And so that that was the first moment that stuck out in my mind. Uh, that, that was one of my favorites. We're training Keanu, they're training Keanu Reeves. And so I'm just like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We do the scene and we're rehearsing the scene. And, uh, you know, as an actor, I'm always like, okay, I want to extend my time, right? I want to be on screen as long as possible. I want to say as many things as possible. So, you know, my part is very simple. I'm supposed to just kind of run in from out, out in the rain. I don't know if you've seen John Wick 3, but it's the yes. Chinatown. Yep. Yeah. The last fight in the very beginning, right? He's fighting like... Mm-hmm. S- 12 Chinese gangsters, you know, so <laughs> they cut a lot of stuff that I was in because every, every scene, like there was a lot of build up to it. Like, so we'd be like stalking him, but every uh-huh. time they, they cut to me, I'm always like saying something in Chinese, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, Steven, the director chat. He's like, hey, Steven, you're supposed to be silent. You're a ninja. You're quiet. You're a gangster. You're not supposed to know that you're chasing him. You, you got it, Chad. You got it. All right, let's go. <laughs> Close up, right? So anyways, we're rehearsing the scene. I'm trying to elongate. The scene. And so obviously at the end, he's throwing like six knives at me, right? I'm, ah, 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 right? So I'm like, what's a cool way to elongate this? Oh, I know. You know, right before he throws the last knife into my head and kills me, I'm going to spit at him. I'm just going <laughs> to spit at him. I'm not going to spit on him. I'm going to spit at him, right? So I'm crawling back. We're doing the rehearsal. We do like five rehearsals where I don't. Finally, we do one where I was like, I, I start doing it. I, and he, he doesn't notice, right? I'm like, 
and he doesn't notice. And I'm, now I'm starting to get like, wait, he didn't see. So maybe I can keep it in. So I start ramping it up. <laughs> a little turns it up. <laughs> right? I, I, I spit. Go shoo. Thankfully, it went. It just sputtered right, right before him. Oh my god! If it really hit him, that'd be super bad, right? Right before him, though. And he's so into it. He's like, oh, and he throws a knife. I, I die. And I'm like, oh, that was a big one. I don't know if you noticed. I get up. He's, he starts walking away. And then he stops. And he starts slowly turning in the cool Keanu way, right? Where he's like, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, my God. He noticed. He noticed, right? <laughs> he kind of looks at me. I'm on the ground looking at him. He looks at me, walks up, and he says, did you just spit on me? <laughs> oh, God. And everybody's looking. I'm like, oh. Yes. Like that. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is it. I'm fired. Director sees. The stunt team sees. Keanu's pissed. He stops and he's just like, cool. Keep doing it. And he walks away. And I'm like, Keanu Reeves, everybody. You are the greatest guy in the world. And he let me do it, man. He let me do it. So, yeah. yeah that's awesome. That is, that's my, good. That is me spinning on Keanu Reeves. A lot of weird stories like, like that. that, man. Well, you know, one of the times when I was fight coordinating for the Equalizer with Denzel Washington, uh, you know, yes. my, my crowning achievement was like during one of the fights, you know, the last fight where he's yeah, wrestling Tate Fletcher, a big stunt guy. I'm like, I'm showing him moves. So I'm like, oh, just lay there, Denzel. So I get on his chest and I'm sitting on him and I'm like, I'm sitting on Denzel Washington's chest. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Another time I was like a, a gangster who got killed by Jason Statham. I'm lying down on a pool table. He's using me as like cover and he's just lying on me. Jason Statham is just lying on me in a very intimate moment. I'm like, I'm just, this is, this is what a weird town we live in, man. What a strange, strange town. But yeah. You know, it, it's funny you mentioned Denzel too. So uh, you, you also did some stunt work with Adam Driver. Isn't, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So Thankfully, you know, uh, the fight choreographer for uh, Star Wars, the, the Force Awakens, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Liang Yang, Chinese dude, amazing stunt guy. Uh, I'm jealous of him. He's so skilled. He was the bad guy in the bathroom scene in Mission Impossible 6, I think. Yes, right? yes. With John Lark, mm-hmm. the bad scene, right? Anyway, so he's mm-hmm. a fight coordinator. So he hired me to help train Adam when Adam was in New York. So uh, I was able to, you know, be his partner for the final sword fight scene for The Force Awakens where he's battling Rey. So that was the first uh-huh. time, you know, I had seen the dual, whatever, this lightsaber thing, right? Oh, yeah. That was very exciting. That, that was very cool. However else, you know, the movies turned out, that was an amazing experience. So we were able to mm-hmm. rehearse every day for like a month and a half, uh, two months maybe at at Juilliard, at Juilliard, nice. where, because Adam Driver is 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 a uh, is an alumnus of Juilliard, <laughs> so you know, imagine little Stephen, man. I'm just like next to big old Adam Driver taking the subway to go train Adam in sword fighting, oh. and honestly, it was the easiest job because the guy knows how to move. He was an ex marine, uh-huh. uh, and is the nicest guy. So those jobs are very easy for me. 
Yeah, you know, that was that I'd have to say that was because just speaking, just speaking to Steven alone, like you really got the sense that he's just a down to earth uh, guy. He is super, he is super funny. Um, you know, he's he's been on. There was that one show, too, that he was in. He was like in the first episode. And I mean, I might as well. Like he ends up dying, um, but uh, the show the show got canceled. But it was um, I can't remember what it was. It was like that superhero. They were like, or they had powers. People in this universe had powers, and uh, he was there. I can't remember what it was called. It did not last long. I think they're supposed to do a reboot or do something with it, uh-huh. as far as with the villains. Um, but I mean, Steven's just a—he's—he's he's a great guy. He's hilarious, and that is probably one of the funniest stories. Can you imagine sitting there, Keanu Reeves in front of you, and you just—I <laughs> 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 would die. I would die. I'm like, oh no, Mister Reeves, I'm sorry. <laughs> Keanu, can I call you Keanu? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I have discovered that if if I were an actor, I would be like Steven. I would be trying to find ways to extend my screen time, regardless of what the director told me. Like, mm-hmm. like that dude is like me. He's he's my spirit animal. <laughs> you you got to find those moments, man. You gotta you gotta find those moments. Somebody else I really enjoyed uh, having on too. Uh, had has to be uh, Sissy Jones. Sissy Jones is just. You know, you know how there's some people that you're just like, you know, you're just like, man, this person's just cool. Sissy Jones is one of those people. She's just not only that, not only is she a phenomenal actor, but she is just she is another one that was just really down to earth and gets out there. I follow her on on uh, uh, Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. And she's just she's just a lot of fun. I, I, I feel like you, I get the sense um, that that she is just a lot of she would be cool to to hang out with and and kick it with um she's done some phenomenal games and 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 all kinds of work her work speaks for herself but having her on i always like one of my things how i i feel that you know it's like oh man that was just a great experience with a guest is when i come off the the show and i'm like man that was like that was like hanging out with a friend that is she she does has no idea who i am as of an hour ago now i feel like we're friends let's yep. hang out <laughs> like okay let me ask this as a hypothetical here maybe this will allow an answer <laughs> What what would it mean to like have the chance to revisit a character as a movie form and maybe get to explore different aspects that you didn't in the game just due to like the different mediums? Well, I mean, Firewatch has been optioned. They are supposedly mm. making a movie. And if I don't get to be involved in some way, it will break my heart. You know, I know everyone's like, oh, get Scarlett Johansson. And that's great. <laughs> but like, Why? You know, I know I'm not a household name and that's fine, but you don't ever see Delilah. She is me. Like Sean wrote mm-hmm. her in large part based on my personality. I'm a smart ass. I like my scotch, um, you know. And so <laughs> if that movie gets made and I don't get a chance to be involved in some way, shape or form, it will break my heart. I would love to revisit her. She was one of the most fun characters. Working with Rich was a dream. Working with Sean was a dream. You know, you don't get a character like that doing what I do. A lot of it is 
giant cans and not much dialogue. So, you know, to right. be able to have a character like this who is fully fleshed out and fun and interesting and flawed and and elicits certain feelings from people, like, I think it's just, it's a dream. Of course I would want to go back to that. 100%. She, she is a wonderful person. Uh, funny, like really funny too. And and uh, charming, super talented. Uh, you're, you're right, Ryan. That that interview was just like you were catching up with an old friend, uh, even though we had not met her before. And, you know, it, it's that is truly the amazing thing when we had some of these guests like Sissy where you enter and ask complete strangers and you leave and you're like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We do. We do feel like buddies. And she has that mm-hmm. wonderful way of, of just making you feel at home and comfortable. And, you know, it, it's it's amazing. She She's a wonderful actress. Wonderful actress. I still need to play that game, too. Uh, Call of the Wild. Right? It's Call of the Wild, I think. Or am I making that up? Isn't it Call of the Sea? Call of the Sea, Call of the Wild. It's Isn't Call of the Wild, a book. I don't know. I'm making It's Call of the Sea. You're right. You're right. Okay. It is called. I'm the doubting scene. myself now. I'm gonna go with my. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. You know, and another one, another great one for me is, and and this maybe maybe this is just uh, me being um, a narcissist, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I felt I I truly felt like. Speaking with Dave Fenoy <laughs> was like speaking to myself from the future. <laughs> it is absolutely crazy. I was like, this is it. This is, I was like, where did you come from? How are you back here in our time? I need to know more of me. How did we get to, to being these fabulous uh, actors? Uh, you know, out doing, doing video games. I, I don't know. Dude, he was so much fun to, to interview. Uh, another, another amazing, amazing actor. Um, all kinds of uh, <laughs> fabulous performances. But the highlight for me was just how much it was. It, it felt like I was just speaking to my older version of me. This industry is huge, and it would be ridiculous to think that they would never be rewarding themselves on so many, so many ways. Uh, the developers, the actors, the musicians, the animators, the programmers. So bravo to all the nominees. And uh, I don't know why I'm not a nominee this year. <laughs> or, maybe, <laughs> or maybe I am because I've been nominated and won surprises I didn't know about. Oh. That's happened. Weird. Really? When, when did that happen? Well, that was uh, mostly for Walking Dead, but... Uh, some other games in, in subsequent years, uh, there have there are so many awards, uh, different magazines put them out, so forth and so on. And and uh, oftentimes you are entered uh, or nominated, and you don't. Somebody else nominated you, and nobody bothered to tell you. <laughs> I could have I could have gotten a, a campaign. Hey, vote for me. Oh my goodness, we forgot to tell Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing is, during the interview, it didn't occur to me at all until you texted me afterwards. And then I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was just talking to young Ryan and older Ryan. I was like... <laughs> 
and I just couldn't go see it. Like it's there. It's there forever. Ryan, you you've invented the time machine in the future somehow. Like <laughs> I've done a lot, apparently. I have done all I I'm very proud of the work that future me has done. I am I am working on getting you know, there. You know, I, I remember that interview just I know Dave or I knew Dave mostly as Lee from The Walking Dead which is a very mm-hmm. serious game, a very serious character. And then you talk to him, and he's hilarious. Like, it kind of caught me off guard at first just because I had my image of him as Lee in my head. <laughs> and then right. he's just just so fun, just so fun. Like, one of those guys that I'm like, man, we could, I could have talked to him for, like, hours. <laughs> like, like, I could have just sat there mm-hmm. and been like, just go. Just tell some stories. I'm just gonna sit back and listen. Uh, wonderful guy. Obviously super talented. Uh, yeah, you're right, Ryan. That that one was a hoot, and uh, I, I'm glad I got a glimpse of you in the future, in the present. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I will say, one, one of my favorite moments was... Uh, the first time we had Jen Taylor on the show. Now, I know, obviously, at the time, we thought Halo was still coming out last year. So, you know, Mm -hmm. of course, we want to ask about Halo Infinite, all that jazz. Yeah, there was one question in my mind that I had the entire interview that I was just hoping she was going to be a good sport about. (laughs) And it was the moment that we asked her if she had a Windows PC and if she had ever used Cortana on it. Like that moment just like made my day for that interview. Like I I texted my girlfriend before the interview. I was like, if she's a nice person, I'm going to ask her this. I'm going to sneak it in there. It has nothing to do with Halo, really, but we're going to try. <laughs> And uh, people need to know they do. They, <laughs> and I found it hilarious that her husband just just totally uses that <laughs> just for fun, just for fun. Like, that's hey, just, <laughs> like I I want to give her husband a high five because you know if if I if if my if my girlfriend was the voice of, of Cortana I would be using it all the time <laughs> like just all Excellent. the time. <laughs> it was it was one of those moments where I I was like I am more proud of that question than I should be, but I'm glad she was a good sport about it. I have one more question on my end, and Ryan knew I was going to ask this ahead of time. <laughs> I have, I have to know. I have to know. Do you have a Windows PC? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, yes. Do you, have you ever you utilized Cortana? No, <laughs> no, it's too creepy. <laughs> My husband has one, and he just thinks it's hilarious. He'll play <laughs> and make me sing songs and tell jokes. Yeah, he thinks it's real funny. I I agree uh, that yeah, and and we actually just recently had her back on uh, as well with Infinite coming out and just speaking with her. Jenna's Jenna's great people uh, to talk with. You know who else? You know who who's one of my favorites on 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 the list and this is because this is the only person this is the only person that has come 
and and actually stopped into one of my live streams and I absolutely butchered <laughs> who he was. Roger Craig Smith. Again, I am sorry. I am still sorry for for what I have done. And he he came in, I was streaming and and I don't know what I was I was tripping and he was hanging out and just like, oh hey, you know, saying hi to everybody. And I was, you know, obviously I, I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't prepared for it. And and I knew the name, but I, I somehow I mistook Roger Craig Smith for Roger Clark. And I start talking to him about Red Dead Redemption 2. And he's got to just be like, what the heck is he talking about? He said, nah, man, I did Sonic. And I was like, oh, I'm, like, I'm sorry. He's like, that's Roger Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I was like, oh my gosh. Somebody actually came and visited my stream. I butcher who they are. He was a great sport about it. Uh he talked we, we he talked a little bit of trash. He was like, well, let me know when you beat Red Dead Redemption 2 and we'll talk about it. So I, I will. When I finish it, I am going. <laughs> When I finally get back to that game, I am going to. But Roger, I mean, Roger Drake Smith is is so much fun. Uh, we know that he's also got a background in in uh, comedy. He used to do stand-up and, and stuff of that nature. So he is, again, uh, just a super legit dude. The fact that he did actually come to my stream is is still bonkers to me it's like oh little old me and also a side note he's also a photographer uh as well and and you know i follow him on twitter and like he'll post things uh on there and some of his photography work and stuff like that roger craig smith uh stand-up guy dude roger there's so many places we can take this you've played so many iconic and memorable characters from batman to chris redfield to, to in assassin's creed but i'm not gonna bury the lead here let's talk sonic and fans earlier this year i think were heartbroken when you announced that you were stepping away from the role only to be so elated just this past week when you announced that you were coming back to the role or unretiring i guess uh to, to put it <laughs> roger what changed from january to now to make you uh change your decision uh so you know in in, in trying to be as as careful and respectful of, of all parties involved um mm -hmm. you know that that the the decision that i made at that time as i had stated uh you know on i think another sort of interview situation that it was just something that, that i had done at that time that for me felt like the right thing to do at the at the time and unexpectedly i mean th this wasn't i'm sure the cynics uh, the 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 cynics the uh the the sort of prevailing cynicism of folks that'll be out there would think oh this was a negotiation tactic or somebody was unhappy or there was a firing or anything like that and i i can only just say there's nothing like that um but uh sort of unexpectedly uh some communication started taking place about a month after that um, and, uh, and as a result of, you know, of having these conversations, things got better and worked out. And all of a sudden it was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, by all means, I mean, it was never done on my part as a, and that'll show them, or maybe mm -hmm. this will perk their ears or anything like that. It was a, it was an individual decision. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, Hey, let's, let's, let's talk about this, this, this. And then all of a sudden it was like, all right, here we go. 
we're back uh, back in business. And and so I know that people would love to get as many details as possible. And it's like it just doesn't work that way. I mean, the the mm-hmm. the, the, the industry doesn't function that way. Um, and and it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. I mean, as awkward as it was for me to go like. Oh, hey, uh, so I'm back. <laughs> like, uh, uh, that was a good retirement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and and I, I love that people are going like, you know, nothing came out with another voice, so it's not like you left. <laughs> you really, <Right. laughs> you could have just avoided all of this. And uh, and, and so it, you know, it, it's it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, look look at what happened as a result of it being on social media. If this was something that that I had just basically through my representation had just, you know, uh, informed, you know, the folks that, that, that matter in this, that, you know, Hey, we're done. And, and all of a sudden it's like, nobody would have known anything and the next game would have come out. And, you know, it's like, if there was no social media for us to go, what happened? Why is the voice changed? Or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody would just assume and make up their own stories about what must mm-hmm. have happened or that kind of thing. But because of the way things are handled in social media, it was like, all right, this is important to like, let people know so that if there's new things that are coming out, they can, they can understand what what my stance was, that kind of thing. Um, and so now here we are with a little bit of like, you know, of an awkward situation. But um, everybody seems to be on board for for just kind of, you know, getting back to work and moving right along, which has been phenomenal. And I'm I'm thrilled to be back in the in the role. It was a neat, neat thing to kind of look at that and go like, man, that was 10 years. That's that's an insanely long period of time to to, to be in any role, any given sort of situation. And uh and was actually really honored and, and flattered uh, to have the, the the lines of communication uh, open up and uh, and for us to 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 do this again. So it's uh yeah it's a it's a great situation. That's uh that's that's about as 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 much as I can say about that. What if what if that clip of you, Ryan? What if that had gone viral? What if that was the one that shot you to the stratosphere? You know, I would have been I would have been okay with it because you know that means more 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 ears on land parties, more things. I'll take that L. I will take that L gladly for that. Unfortunately, it didn't. So so all I got was embarrassment and shame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In in your defense, in your defense, at least Roger Clark also had Roger and a C as the as the True. next name. <laughs> and that's what it was. That's what got me. That's how it got me. At least I didn't butcher his name. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, Roger is is a is a real fun dude. Uh, you know, he was he was he was pretty open about you know his uh retirement from sonic and his decision to come back uh which mm-hmm. which is refreshing right i think a lot of people would have just tried to avoid that altogether uh and while mm-hmm. he had to be a little bit delicate obviously just because of uh i'm sure negotiations contracts all that stuff you know he was fairly open about it which i i think we appreciated uh a lot so it was it was refreshing to see him not ignore that fact and just try and pretend that it didn't happen. Right. Uh, I will say one one of my other questions that I'm probably way more proud of than I need to be <laughs> is we had uh, <laughs> Jeff Shine on, uh, the voice of Captain America in Marvel's Avengers. And I think at this point we had already talked to Sandra and Travis, correct? I think he was our, our third person from, from that game that we had on. And yes. uh, I just had it in my mind that I was going to ask him which one of his castmates would do their best at living up to their character and which one would, (laughs) which one would do the worst. And he tried to give the political answer. You know, he tried to say, you know, everyone would do well and all that stuff. (laughs) And I was 
bound and determined, Ryan, <laughs> to not let him off the hook. And so we asked him if we could rephrase the question. And I rephrased it as, who would you trust the least to save your life? (laughs) 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 Note to self and note to everybody, it was Nolan. Uh, Probably not surprisingly, because he said Nolan would probably be telling stories when he was supposed to be coming to save you. (laughs) So keep that in mind if you ever need Nolan to come save your life. (laughs) I got one more Avengers-related question. If the cast of the Avengers were suddenly their character you get all their powers you get all all every that comes with their characters who would do the best at living up to their character and who would who would just fail oh man call oh. them out i mean oh, Jesus, you guys are me. you're gonna get me in trouble um, okay wait so i'll do so 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 okay i think i do a pretty good job as cap i gotta be honest I'm, I'm, i don't want to like but i think who would do the best though i mean sandra is kamala that's I mean, what you see is what you get. That girl is enthusiasm, you know, kindness, humor, sort of like, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, like the teeny bit of like awkwardness every once in a while that like, in it, so she would nail Kamala in the real world, nail it. Um, who would do the, everybody would do an amazing job being their character <laughs> okay okay they let, would all be fantastic let, well let me rephrase that if yeah, your life was on the line who would you trust the least to come save you <laughs> <laughs> um okay okay uh, i mean i maybe i would oh man who would i trust the least <laughs> I think maybe I would trust Nolan the least, but only because, <laughs> but only because Nolan would probably be like distracted, telling like a story to somebody and like being really funny that he'd like forget that I was like, you know, Gabe hanging off the, off like the edge of a cliff and like really needing that, that handout. So I think he would only remember like afterwards and then maybe he'd like throw the thrusters on and catch me midair. So he'd probably just be late to the party, but he'd get there eventually. <laughs> You guys are really trying to dig me into a hole here. (laughs) (laughs) Little do you know, the rest of the cast is actually listening to this right now. (laughs) He might not not be the the one that you want to want to go with that was a lot of fun though and the fact that we got to speak to so many people um that were a part of that game we we uh spoke with Giacomo who came on as Hawkeye uh Mike Bithel uh um no no no, I'm sorry not Mike Bithel I'm sorry Uh, oh yeah we had Travis Travis Willingham Thor uh obviously we had Sandra as uh Kamala uh yeah, no, wonderful voice cast there. Um, yeah, Ryan, to this day, I'm still torn about that game. I'm still torn because it, it's the character moments I thought worked. Uh, I just don't, I still don't think they've ever quite fixed everything else. And I wonder how, how much time they're going to spend trying. That's the biggest thing that I think is the one of the biggest underlying uh, things people are thinking about. Are they going to continue supporting the game? Uh, we see that uh, I think they just recently or are going to re- uh, or are going to drop Spider-Man as a character wow. into the game, but it doesn't. You know, even that was uh, lackluster with no real story behind him entering into the game. So we're not really other than getting the character. Um, 
you know, we're getting that. So I don't know. That's when I'm kind of, I, I hope, I, I really hope that they do continue supporting it. And I know I, I have got some friends that are still very deep and very heavy into that game mm-hmm. and that play it. And, and they're actually in a community of other people uh, that are playing that game. It's just hard. It's just hard to get back into it. And I'm still not even like, max level or even close to max level so there is still stuff that i can't do right and one of the hardest things for me especially on a game that's got like a a, a loop what's the what's the play loop uh it become it becomes very stagnant very quickly uh because there wasn't a lot of variety of of um of uh you know bad guys Mm -hmm. of of villains um yeah there's other areas there obviously with the uh war of wakanda that you know gave us a new biome that gave us some new uh npcs and whatnot so i i hope they continue going that direction and they do continue supporting it because that game i mean it 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 still it still has a, a place and I feel like there's a lot of different directions and a lot of different things that they can do and and moving forward. So I would love to see them continue to uh, to support the game for sure. Me too. I'm I'm still rooting for the game. You know, as a side note, I think we both have said in the past that Sandra has been one of our favorite interviews, just top to bottom, uh, just all the energy. And you know, I I I feel kind of bad because of the pandemic. You know, she missed out on the usual buildup of going to conventions uh in the run-up to mm-hmm. avengers and all that but she did win a golden joystick last year which was, was i thought very deserving um baffles me that she wasn't more centered in in their pre-release uh, campaign ad campaigns <laughs> uh mm-hmm. that one I'll, I'll never understand either but yeah so rooting for that game you know the Everyone we talked to in the voice cast was super nice, but especially I would say Sandra, uh, just so much energy, so fun, uh, and a bright future ahead of her. So hopefully that that's just the launching pad for her. What got you into acting at first? What kind of sent you down that track? Let me tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> watching TV is like a baby. Uh, <laughs> I yes. Okay, so I used to watch Full House a lot when I was like, three or two or whatever. And I was like, I want to do that. Like she's a baby and she's making people laugh. And I want to do that. And as soon as I understood what that was that, you know, that my, my mom would kind of explain to me like, that's, that's called an actor. And then like, she's not actually Michelle Tanner. That's two people named Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's as soon as I understood what that was, and like I was a really big fan of Rugrats too, and so oh, yeah. I like understanding that like oh that's a voice actor like doing that, and so um, I got really into acting really quickly like without having access to it. If that makes sense, like I you know like would put on like my own little like performances in my house like any other like young ham <laughs> would, um, but I you know as soon as like kindergarten and elementary and like all school, school, school. I was just like looking for any possible opportunity to perform and to learn about performance, Um, whether it be in the singing capacity or in like drama. Um, And then as soon as I learned that like theater and film was different, I took theater classes and film classes and then like college and 
like I was always a part of some drama club. I was always a part of some uh, vocal ensemble. And I like always tried to learn as much as possible. So then like one would make me president and one would make me like head of, of some department of like, you know, some club. And then eventually like, like after like school, I was like, groundlings and ucb comedy schools um whatever way that i could learn about acting i tried and i did and i you know it's just been it's been amazing to see myself like come into voice acting this way because the way i did that was taking uh singing classes and like private like you know singing lessons um Mm -hmm. with coaches and um seeing how I could change my voice like for singing is very similar that how I could change my voice for acting and um, how like say like Kamala could be 11 and she could also be 16 and they could both be played by me. Um, So yeah, a lot of the, like the voice acting stuff came from my singing and like my acting combined. So, um, so yeah, that that's, that's how things came together for me, but I feel like moreover, I love it very much. I love acting more than anything in the world and I take it over anything in the world. And I think, I think you have to have that for anything, right? Like if you're going to do anything in your life, you got to love it. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I know that cause I think they're going to do a, I think there's a show too, although I don't know that she's working on the show. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there's a Miss Marvel show that's coming out that is within the MCU universe, I believe. Yeah, so she's not in the the show, but she is in an animated show that's aimed at some a younger crowd where she's voicing uh, Kamala. Okay, okay, that's what it is then. Um, nice, nice. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to uh, to reconnect with her and maybe uh you know have her have her come back on the show and and just kind of talk about what she's been up to and and what she's doing i think would be would be really cool um yeah i don't know man so many so many great moments uh that we've had on this show so i i can't believe that that we've gotten to i can't believe that we're we're on episode 100 um, you know, and, and for me, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful that we have the platform to be able to talk about video games and not just playing video games, but we've hit so many, so many, I mean, from Brandon Cole to, uh, uh, Austin Winery, Mitch Dyer, uh, you know, so many different aspects of it. Where would you, Lucas, like to see the show go and and what we could do, um, you know, moving forward after uh, episode 100? Yeah, you know, it, it's crazy. Oh, it, it, it's crazy to think back to because because when we first started, man, I wasn't even think I was definitely not thinking about episode 100 i was thinking how can i get (laughs) proficient enough that i don't mess this up on editing (laughs) like i wasn't thinking more than like a week ahead like Mm. where i was like okay read help (laughs) tell me what i'm doing wrong here (laughs) 
<laughs> so like it, it is crazy to think that that we're at this point already time truly does fly uh you know uh before i talk about what i uh what i hope we can do in the future I will always say that that Nolan North interview was like a game changer for us. Uh, that that was like a, a pivot, a turning point where we realized that the pandemic could allow us to get these that caliber of guests. Uh, and and I mean, Nolan in hindsight was probably the perfect top tier guest to start with just because he's such a friendly and, and great storyteller where we almost really didn't even need to ask him a question. We could have just been like, go and we could have just sat there right. and we could just sat there I mean that that was it right like like I I remember the Mark Wahlberg stuff uh please Mark don't punch him in the face he does like you <laughs> I just just remember that Mark <laughs> uh, but even from that to the Star Trek stuff like like I felt like that was a good gateway for us in hindsight even though that you know we didn't really plan it like you know let's start with him to open up everything else mm-hmm. uh it I think it turned out perfectly that way since you briefly mentioned it, I have to ask: Do you have thoughts on the the Uncharted movie adaptation that that's in the works? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I good luck. I hope they. I, you know, I don't. I don't hold any uh, ill will or anything like that. I'll, I'll be the first one in line to see it. I think it'd be fun. Um, you know, I, I I like what they the idea that you know don't don't make the mistake other. Uh, you know, uh, movies that came from a game first have made where you try to show the character from the one you were playing. Um, we see Nathan Drake most of the time in, um, we, when he was like early thirties when we started mm-hmm. and in uncharted three, we go back to him when he's about 50, 14, 15. It's a great, what they're going to do with Tom Holland is like, where was Drake in his twenties? Right. Um, I wasn't sure uh, at first. I said I, it was, I thought it was strange because they had talked about um, Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake, and now he's Sully, uh, which <laughs> makes me feel like they just love Mark Wahlberg. And I, he's, at least he's a Boston guy because um, Richard McGonagall, Sully, and I are both from Boston. So at least you get one guy from from New England. And I saw people saying like, because I, I had said I don't see Mark Wahlberg as Sully. And everybody lost their minds. They're like, oh, no. And it was in. And I'm like, Mark Wahlberg's going to see this and come punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, I'm going to clear it up here with you guys. It's like, no, dude, I think I, I really enjoy his 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 stuff. And yeah, he can play Sully. He can, I, I'd love to see his take because, you know, Tom Holland's not the, the Nathan Drake you might expect. But yeah, I can see that in his 20s uh sully it's what i like is that they're making their own version they're not trying to copy um some some of the stuff you know they're not trying to make it look just like the game because it doesn't work it doesn't work you know the, the truth of the matter is i'm not nathan drake when you're playing you're nathan drake you're on the stick you're moving around you're making the jumps the decisions to to have that kind of a 10 15, 20, 30 hour experience on a game and being absorbed in that. Um, and then, then to, you know, filter that down to like a two hour passive, uh, right. Audience member. Uh, you know, so now show me something new. Um, I don't mind. I feel like we made four great movies, five, if you include uh, golden abyss. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, I'm good. I'm good with it. Uh, you know, they asked, you know, there's been people who, there was a couple of the writers that I had met with uh, before uh, they settled on whoever's doing it at this point, um, who approached me about playing more than a cameo, uh, like an actual role. Cause, um, and yeah, you know, a couple were, were cool. And Joe Carnahan had a cool idea that I, I won't, I can't mention, but he had a cool idea. Dan Trachtenberg was going to direct, uh, we sat down, uh, he had a cool idea. Um, but I don't want to be the guy just like telegram for Mr. Drake wink, you know, and then you're out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you know, maybe it's good to distance it from the game and just make, make a good movie. Just, mm-hmm. you just need a good script and a good film and, and, and make it fun, you know, and, and something that can stand on its own and not be compared to the game because the game were their own movies. So let's just, you know, play off of that. And I think it'll be great. And, and I like Mark Wahlberg. Just in case. Just in case. And I think I've seen Wahlberg with a cigar. So you know, as long as he knows how to smoke a cigar, he can play Stully. <laughs> um, I would love to, to open our show to even more people uh, like Brandon Cole, like, uh, like Tara with Code Coven uh, that are, are working to expand this industry to more and more people, uh, especially underrepresented people or people that don't have the same types of opportunities to get their foot in the door, whether that's acting mm-hmm. or developing or directing or writing or composing or whatever that is. You know, I, I think that uh, we're in a, a unique position to prop people and programs up uh, and just, just make this industry more accessible. You know, it's, it's, we are making strides but then we also see issues where the the ugly issues of the gaming industry rears its ugly head again, and we realize we still have a long ways to go. And I think we can play a part in kind of forwarding that conversation to where it needs to be. Uh, you know, I'm always going to be excited to talk to game creators uh, just because of uh, our interest in playing games and how we love games. So that's never going to mm-hmm. get old. But uh, definitely being uh, an open space for uh, anybody that wants to better this industry uh, is where what I'd love to see us do. Yeah, yeah, and you know, f- for me, in you, same same thing as far as expanding, opening up more um, as things start opening up you know getting out to events and at least trying to cover uh some of the local events that are happening here or if we could even get out to uh you know some of these conventions uh but again we're kind of playing it uh uh, tight as well we have our own restrictions um within our work uh Mm -hmm. so we want to make sure that we're following those rules and and keeping everybody safe and i would love to uh, next year, try to get some live streams in mm-hmm. uh, as well, whether they be, you know, it could be something separate uh, from the podcast or maybe just connecting with people and playing games with each other or anything is, is really starting to to build out. I know that, uh, you know, um, major a lot of our audiences is, is here in the States. But, uh, you know, we know we're reaching people over over in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, China, India, uh, you know, all over the world. So I, to me, that really just speaks to how much video games it, it is universal. 
It is everywhere. People can relate to it. People are playing it. Even if we can't, you know, I, I may not understand what you're saying, but we still have a connection from video games. And and I really believe that that is the power and the true beauty of video games, especially as we get into the digital world. Now it becomes a platform where we can connect with friends, where yep. we can set up fashion shows or movie nights or all kinds of things that really it, it, it's limitless. So um, just huge thanks to everybody, everybody that, that, that listens uh, that downloads that have told their friends or other people that share our content. Um, you know, we continue to, to be thankful and grateful for the opportunity that we have. And, and, you know, we're hope, we hope that we're on for another million episodes. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's so humbling every time, you know, people reach out to us on Twitter uh, or, you know, they, they send us a message. Uh, it's it's crazy to think that people around the world have listened. So, you know, e- even if you've only listened to five minutes of a single episode, thank you. You know, thank you for just, just checking us out at all. Uh, we're, we're definitely blessed to be able to do what we do now. Uh, and... Yeah, the future's bright. I'm gonna add one quick amendment to my to my answer. Troy Baker is coming on this darn show in 2022. I'll give you a pass for 2021 because we're st- still getting used to the pandemic. It's gone now. It's done. <laughs> it's done. 2022. Troy Baker. I'm also adding Laura Bailey and Ashley Johnson to that list. So the three yes. of you might as well just come on the same show. We might as well just do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. I, yeah. I'm. I'm excited. I am excited for. Uh, for next year and and the possibilities and and we're going to hit it even more aggressive uh moving forward and hopefully we can get some more uh uh names plus plus just the fact that there's so many games coming out next year there's going to be i feel a lot more opportunities to get in front of some of these people and have them on a show so i'm i'm really excited um i know we're kind of winding down from the year as well we've only got a couple more weeks left in the year i can't believe it's already almost 2022 so that is that is bonkers but um you know we, we appreciate you guys we appreciate you guys listening and and sticking with us and and supporting us uh throughout this journey so so cheers to to many more definitely and ryan i have some news to break to you right now oh, snap. before i forget because I almost did forget. <laughs> oh Lord! This this December has already been a busy month for us. I think I think uh, that's a fair statement, right? Absolutely. We are going to add one more thing to our month here because we are officially a nominee for best entertainment show at the Golden Crane Awards presented by the Asian American Podcast Association. <laughs> no kidding, yo! Let's go! I had no idea. I've been Look holding this, that one dude. in. I've been holding that one in to break it to you right now. <laughs> that is awesome, yo! Pat our, <laughs> pat our backs. That do you, when? When is the uh, the? You got to give me the details and all that stuff. That is awesome. I will. Wow. I will. I will tell you offline because I don't want to get the date wrong because yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> but it's coming up. It's coming up later this month. <laughs> nice. That is awesome. Well, GG's uh, uh, on the on the nomination there. Um, it's always nice to, you know, again, we're not here trying to win awards or anything, but 
being recognized for the the work and 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 what you're producing and whatnot is is always a great feeling so uh Lucas, you wanna you wanna leave us with uh, any any last things? What do you got going on? I know that we're coming up on the holidays, so things are are either settling down or ramped up to settle down here, hopefully soon. <laughs> luckily, luckily, it's settling down for me. I uh, I do. You know what? I I have ninety nine percent of my Christmas shopping done. I am so nice. happy about that. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know what? My girlfriend and I might just enjoy some holiday activities around the city. Uh, you know, we usually do the, the, the light show out at the speedway. So we haven't done that oh, yet yeah. this year. Uh, so we might take a drive through there, just relax, uh, play some more Pokemon and, uh, Oh, Spider-Man and the matrix. It starts Spider-Man's this weekend, yes. matrix next week. It, this is the week. This is the week. This is my movie is- week. I can't, I can't wait for this. Uh, I, I, you know what? And, and nothing nothing is stopping me from seeing the matrix i will rent out the whole stupid theater if i have to to be safe <laughs> if, yeah no i totally get that i totally get that i totally you know it's funny because i forgot that it's actually gonna be in theaters because it's also it's also beyond hbo it is I hbo max well. yep 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 okay yeah, it's funny. Yep. Somebody asked me, why don't I just watch it on HBO Max? And I gave them like the death glare. I was like, don't, yeah. don't, nope, nope. The, don't you suggest yeah, that. Well, especially to, you know, it, it, it is literally your favorite series. I couldn't imagine trying to watch that on a, on a home TV. You got to have that full theater experience, especially for for a flick that that you you're going to enjoy and you're you've been waiting for the next iteration uh in this series so um what about you ryan what do you got this is this a uh ramp down or ramp up weekend this is a i'm ho- I, i'm trying to ramp down i've got some things that i need to finish up uh this week but i'm hoping by this weekend it should ramp down my mom gets out here next week uh for the holidays still trying to figure out if my dad's coming out or not so things will be should be settling and down at least next week but you know the beat goes on we we keep doing what we do i'm excited to go out there i got the girls uh tickets to the nutcracker uh so they'll be able to yeah they'll be able to go out and have you know a girls night and and go and enjoy that so uh um yeah i'm just looking forward to catching up on life (laughs) there you go being able to catch up uh definitely on getting going through and adding more of these interviews that we've done to youtube as well so a lot of this time you know as it slows down i'm looking to hopefully catch up i started halo 2 so we beat the first one i've moved on to to halo 2 so like my big gaming goals i guess is beating halo 2 and and uh uh moving forward to mass effect 2 but i'll probably i might wait until after halo i feel like that would be a lot uh trying to play both of those at the same time so i'll probably do halo first and then go back and do mass effect and then obviously yeah we've got uh uh in sound mind that i'm hoping to finish this week it's been kind of busy and and my stream schedule has been kind of kind of wonky so i haven't gotten to get in as many as i i would have liked uh but with things settling down i'll probably probably do some more so 
we'll see how it goes. But again, thank you guys for sticking with us for a hundred episodes. We appreciate you. Don't forget, hit us up. We're on we're on the Twitters at Land Parties Pod at Lucas Hagen at Smitty two four four seven or uh, we're on we're on most socials as well. Again, from from episode one to now, we are very thankful for you guys listening. If we don't hear from you, if we don't see you, we hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season. And you already know what it is, but I'm going to say it anyway. We love your faces.